0: All right, welcome back to A Very Special Baseball Banter. I'm your host, Justin Gianelli. Along with me today is Jon Stewart. We will have a baseball podcast, uh, but we are also tracking down every at-bat Aaron Judge has. As you may know, last night in the ninth inning, Aaron Judge hit his 60th home run of the season, tying him with Babe Ruth for the second most in American League history. And now with each and every at-bat, we will see if he can tie Roger Maris or get or goes past him so he and aaron judge is the leadoff hitter so uh john welcome thanks for having me justin this is uh quite an exciting time obviously this is something we haven't seen in such a long time obviously the last person to hit you know 60 plus home runs was uh bonds in 2001 i don't think i don't think i think all of sosa's 60s were in the 90s and so were so was mcguire um and obviously people dispute what the real home run record is. Um, I clearly still will believe that it's Bonds despite, you know, being, you know, you know, you can't deny what he did, you know. But the still this is the American League record right here because all the other players did it in the National League. So this is still this is still monumental. Oh, 100%. I mean, as a Yankee franchise, and here it is. Here's the first pitch. Is a line drive down the left field line. That's a base hit. Oh. <laughs> and on the very first pitch, Aaron Judge ropes a double. But that's something, and we'll talk about it more in a little while uh, yeah. in between at-bats. Uh, Aaron Judge is not just going after the home run record. He's going after a triple crown. He is. Right now, he's in the lead, the American League. Yes, he's after, last night, he, after last, last night, he left in the lead for... Um, for batting average. So, all right. So the first at bat was a quick one. And, all right. So, so Aaron Judges' first at bat uh, hit a double on the first pitch. We'll see if it's more than a first, a one-pitch at bat. Yankees currently lead 4 to nothing. by the way, um, on a grand slam by Oswaldo Cabrera. Yes. And in the first inning, sent 7 to the plate. So we are already um, at 7.48 p.m., Uh, We are already awaiting for Judge's second at bat. Currently, Jose Trevino is up at the plate. He is the number nine hitter, and he is down on strikes for the first out of the inning. And that's going to bring up Aaron Judge, who is one for one in this game. And now we wait. Is this the moment where he hits the 61st home run, tying him with the great Roger Maris? Obviously, he did not wait around. He attacked the first pitch his first time up, roped a double to left field, and adds to what he started the day with was the lead in batting. So here we go. Contreras is to the set, and the first pitch, taken first strike. Hmm. That was a pitch. That might have been a pitch to him. He started him off with a breaking ball. I don't know if he was kind of expecting it. 128 RBIs, 60 home runs, and a three seventeen average. 101.
1: I, I think Contreras here, the Pirates pitcher, might be a little, a uh,
0: little, a little careful with Judge. Well, they also have the base open too, and I know it's the second inning, but they got the base open. You think they may pitch around him here? Um, you know, if obviously gets pitched, oh. Judge chased out of the zone on a slider one and two. Yep. Uh, you would think there's not going to be many strikes, especially when there's a base open. Um. You know, he's he. I mean, he's the one guy in the lineup that you tr- you truly fear. I mean, he's look at the season he's had. Oh. oh that, was a, that was a pitch to hit. He had a he had a slider. He had a slider to hit and yep. and okay, the slider. the second at bat ends up being the fifth strikeout of the night for Ruenci Contreras. So, so far, we have a double and a strikeout. That is the current Aaron Judge Counter, and he is currently sitting still on 60 home runs. So just an update here, we have Yankees 4 and the Pirates 1. Yankees are coming to bat in the fourth inning with uh, Cabrera, Bader, and Falefa. of Falefa. So six, seven, eight. So there is a possible chance we see Aaron Judge here in the fourth inning. If not, would be the fifth. Um so so John, what's let's, let's go around the league for a minute before we get back at the judge. And obviously, you know, we'll inter we'll interrupt and everything. We'll you know, we'll stop what we're doing to watch judges at bat. But you know, you look at the you look at the National League East, I mean that has that has really been um, the race of the year um, with the Mets and the Braves. I mean, for you know months, after, you know, ever since the Braves closed um, that ten and a half game gap, you know, it just seemed like these two teams have been neck and neck all year. I mean, I don't know if you feel the same this way. This reminds me of Giants Dodgers last year. Yeah, I get I get a little bit of that same feel. You know, because you look, you look at the similarities here. You know the second place team is the Atlanta Braves. Last year the second place team was the Dodgers. The Dodgers were the defending champions last year, and then you have the Braves as the defending champions this year. And you have both teams. You know, barring a struggle to the finish, I, I doubt that both teams will struggle to the finish. Both teams are going to win over 100 games. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's it, it's really been quite the it been quite the race for sure. Um, I have another quick similarity. What's that? Just like the um, the Giants
1: last year, Giants hadn't made the playoffs in a while, and same with the Mets.
0: Um, that's Actually, true. kind of,
1: kind of came, kind of came not, not out of nowhere, but um, they were not, I, don't say the, I would say the Mets were the runaway favorite for the division. I, would, I think it, it was them and the Braves kind of as co-favorites. Right so um
0: yeah and I think that's this was yeah I think one difference was nobody thought the Giants were gonna be good last year uh, certainly not that good um everybody had Dodgers as a runaway favorite as pretty much every year um for that's the true. for the division title but you know it's just crazy how it's unfolded where the defending champs are just on the tails of this team having a really a really great season. I mean, what has it been? I think um, now you said the Giants hadn't made the postseason in a while. Was it twenty eight? Was it twenty sixteen? The last time the Giants made the postseason? Yep. So that's the same year that the that's the same year the uh, Mets yeah. the Mets made the postseason because they beat the Mets in the wild card round with Madison Bumgarner. So, um, you so you could draw some of the similarities. Obviously, um, like San Francisco, the Mets are a very veteran-laden team. Although you know some some of their better players are younger. Um, you know Francisco Francisco Lindor, Pete Alonso, guys under thirty. You know McNeil's thirty. So I mean, but I mean you got a lot of vet, a lot of the veterans like Marte, who should be back soon from the finger injury. You know Marcana, the vet, the veteran pitching staff. You know, and it's it's going to be the pitching, you know, that really yep. tells where where both the Mets and the Braves go. Even though you know the Braves have this, you know, really pretty powerful lineup, the Braves are about pretty much an all or nothing team in terms of hitting home run or striking out. But I mean, the Braves have really good pitching. The Mets have really good pitching, and I think the Na- I think the National League's just loaded is loaded this year. You think it's loaded? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, look. Even um, sa- even St. Louis is having a great year. They're eighty-seven to sixty-two. They're gonna win. They're gonna win probably nine. They're gonna win ninety plus. Yeah, they
1: National League's better than the American League. That's for
0: sure. Sh- that's for sure. And, and plus, and plus, I know they're eighty-two and sixty-six, and they've kind of been a bit of a disappointment since the trade deadline. You know, San Diego's still a threat. So yeah. San Diego's yeah. got good pitching in that, and with that lineup, oh, you know, so San, Di- yeah. San Diego's an absolute threat. I mean, the only, the only team, the only two teams that, if they make the playoffs, you really don't think they can make noise is Philadelphia or Milwaukee. And those are, right now, the two teams battling for that last wildcard spot in the National League. You know, because yeah. the Padres have jumped um, the Phillies, and they're now sitting in the second wildcard spot. But here you are with the Phillies having lost, by uh, way, I think it's with five in a row. Yeah, I see it
1: right here.
0: Yeah, they've they've completely they've completely fallen out of it, and you know, I don't know. They, why does it feel like every time Bryce Harper comes back from an injury, they they fade? Like, is is he really the problem? I mean, uh, he might he might be. I don't I
1: don't think he's part of the solution.
0: Which is tough to say because he's such he's such a great player. You can't deny it. I mean, he won the MVP a year ago. But I don't know. It just feels like every team he's on never ends up going where they're supposed to. I mean, look at all those national teams that had aspirations of winning a championship. Never get past they the end. They never n- won a postseason series. Never won a postseason series with Harper there. The year he leaves, and it, and it's funny, in his introductory press conference with Philly, Yeah, he, he he mistakenly said, I want to bring a title back to Washington. Well, funny enough that Washington wins a title that year. <laughs> remember that But so we're going to the fifth inning at Yankee Stadium. Still four to one. Uh, Judge will bat in the fifth inning. By the way, we're heading for an unusual stat line in this one with Rowensy Contreras because he's got himself nine strikeouts in four innings, but he has given he's given up four runs on that grand slam. Yep. First so, inning, it's, he walked a couple guys, and then uh, the grand slam. Yep. So I mean, it's it's, good. it's one of those unusual stat lines, you know, a lot of runs but a lot of strikeouts. But I mean, and and in, in the in the America League, it's just crazy how tight it is between the Blue Jays and the Rays and the and the Mariners. I mean, because even though now uh, Toronto separated a little bit up to two and a half games, I mean, those three could finish in really any order to be honest. Yeah. And who's going and and somebody's fighting for home field in the wild card round cuz the, the the four the four seed's going to be a home a home team and get the three games at their stadium, but it's you know right now it's leaning towards the Blue Jays and that's where I think it ends up. My yeah. my, my my prediction ends up being uh, Seattle gets the 5 and Tampa settles for the 6 seed.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, because the Rays' schedule continues to be tough. You know, they're playing the Astros right now. and They're not uh, not looking good against
0: them. No, they were they were getting pummeled, and then they got destroyed the other day. And here's some, here's some highlights on the on the Yes Network. We got one to one Astros and Rays on the seventh inning. Um, you know, even the the clincher the other night, Houston was just dominating them. You know, and Houston obviously is one has won their division. Um, and with the way things are, I mean, they're going to clinch home field in the American League, you know, and honestly, I, I feel like you're in a, though, I don't know. I feel, I feel like you're in a worse position by being the number one seed. I feel like you're, I almost feel like you're in the better position by being the number two seed. Yeah, well,
1: that's. Because that would depend on if the because it looks like the Guardians are going to win the Central, but yeah, we would have to we'd have to hope that um the well actually no that is good for the, good for the Yankees because I would much rather face Cleveland or Tampa than Toronto or Seattle.
0: Right, and now well now we'll see what happens and we'll see if Tampa can maybe steal the five seed. But yeah, I I think that. Seattle ends up in the five spot, which means the the Guardians or the Mariners. I mean, I'm sorry, the Guardians or the Rays would be going to Yankee Stadium for yeah. the ALDS, and I mean that's 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 huge. It's huge advantage Yankees, and you know it's you know obviously it seems like their lineup is starting to get things together again. So, you know, obviously there might still be some concerns about. Their success of the postseason, but I don't really worry about them against a team like Cleveland. Now, if for some reason Seattle is the sixth seed and Seattle beats Cleveland, then then that might be more of a fortuitous uh, trek through the A through the AL. It really would be, yeah. And I think that I think that would be a huge break for Houston, honestly, because I mean, even if they play Toronto, I mean. I I just don't. I don't see a scenario where the Houston Astros lose before the ALCS. I
1: just don't. It's unlikely. I will say that it's unlikely, but you know, I would say more so for Seattle because of their pitching. Their top, you know, their top guys. They have, you know, Robbie Ray as their, you know, third starter. A guy with you know great strikeout numbers who could do well in a postseason start, right? You know, of course, Luis Castillo and Logan Gilbert, who's had a great year. I I think the Mariners could beat the Astros. I'm, I'm not saying they I'm not, I wouldn't predict that, but I, I think it's.
0: But, you'd I get, think but you get, but you give them a chance. chance. To but you
1: chance than Toronto.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's very fair. Um, I think when you're talking about Toronto, it's really about their lineup. You know. You know, bludgeoning you with all with all those yeah. runs, and you know, I mean, they've scored seven hundred four runs this year, which is, I think, the second is the second most in the American League. So it's you know, it's a very very good offense, but I still, it's hard for me to see a scenario other than Yankees, Astros in the ALCS. And I know. What we've seen in recent years from the Yankees is a lack of postseason success. But I don't know. I I, I don't know. I have a hard time feeling this Yankee team bows out early again.
1: No. Uh, I, I do think it's um, going to be a rematch of the 17-19 and 19 American League Championship Series. And um, just like those times, the Yankees are going to have to do it. Um,
0: Winning a game, a potential game seven in Houston. It's amazing. It's, am- it's amazing because for so long the Yankees were on this historic pace of uh, you know oh this team's going to win 120 games oh this team's going to win 115 games. I, I they were and people were talking about that. Right. I never was one of those people. I, right. I right. knew that that wasn't going to happen. Right. But but here but here we are on September the 21st. And by the way, the Yankees are going to the bottom of the fifth inning. Aaron Judge do up second after Jose Trevino. So we'll cu- we'll cut away from this um, to watch Judges at bat. But this team's not even going to win 100 games. I mean, you-, you have to go 11 and four. Um, and well, I mean, they could. I-, I think it's unlikely. Yeah,
1: they'll they'll probably come up just short. I have them winning
0: 98 games. Okay, and and that's then. then there's no district, there's, there's no that's a that's a hell of a season. Ninety eight wins is an incredible season. I mean, there's going to be only four teams in baseball, uh, in my opinion, that win hundred games. That's the three teams in the National League: the Dodgers, who are already there. The Astros have ninety eight, and right now you have the Braves at ninety three and the Mets at ninety five. I think those are going to be those are your four teams. Because I I mean. I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that, that the Cardinals aren't going 13 and 0 the rest of the way. No, I mean that'd be pretty. That
1: would
0: not happen. That'd be pretty incredible, but they're not going to do that. Although they had something, they had something like that last year. That that's that's kind of how they got to the postseason. Yeah, they, they had, had great, they had they had like a similar great. September to the Rockies did in 07, went in like 20 of like 23 something like that, and going on this incredible run, but. I don't see that this year. So, I mean, we're going to have four 100-win teams, which is, is pretty good. And Judge is coming up now after a flyout. Reynolds makes the catch first out of the inning. So one out, nobody on. Aaron Judge steps to the plate at bat number three. So if we're recapping, he doubled in the first inning. And he struck out in the second and steps to the plate for the third time against Rowensi Contreras, Who is has really uh, had an odd an odd evening, to say the least. He's, you know, he gave up the grand slam in the first inning and has nine strikeouts, and here is the first pitch. Oh, line drive left field. Oh, it's going to bounce into the stands, and it's an, autom- an automatic double, a ground rule double, his second double of the night. He is now two. Wow. He is now two I for thought I had a
1: chance off the bat
0: It almost had a similar feel to the laser Giancarlo hit last night, except yep. this this one's more down the line. Oh, that's a that, that was just an absolute laser. Oh, I think he got stuck at the camera well for a second. <laughs> he absolutely you, it, crushed you, it. You
1: can't get a better pitch to
0: homer on than that. Uh, he just couldn't. Oh, wow. He couldn't get enough. Couldn't lift it enough. Nope. It was was just a line drive that just died right towards the end. So that's two at-bats tonight for Aaron Judge that end on the first pitch. Both of them end in a double. But, I mean, so before we get back to um, the rest of the league, I mean, we need to just marvel at what Aaron Judge has done this year because, I mean, to hit sixty home runs, you know, it's just it, it it leaves you without words. It's like you're speechless, you know, because we we were we were young when um, McGuire and Sosa had that race, and then you know we yeah. were we weren't much older when Bonds ended up hitting seventy three, and then obviously you go back all the way to nineteen sixty one when Roger Maris hit sixty one home runs, and at that time. People complain that there should have been an asterisk to that record because of the fact that he was he did it in 162 games as a pair as opposed right. to Babe Ruth doing it in 154. Um, the one thing that's impressive about Judge is we haven't reached the 154 game mark yet. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, no, today is, is game
1: 148.
0: Today is the 148th Yankee game this season. And he's at the sixty home run mark, and it's just it's just utterly incredible. And to do it in a contract year, no less. I mean, this has this has to go down as the greatest walk year of all time.
1: It is for sh- it definitely is, and all you know. People have been saying it over the last couple weeks, and I'm going to go there. I think this is one of the best offensive seasons in baseball history.
0: No doubt, no doubt. I really do. I, I I don't I don't know how I don't know how you deny how you deny it. Now, if I, if I did my if I did my research here, um, so let's go to Baseball Reference for a second because I want to see, I want to see what Roger Maris's batting average was that year, because because we're talking I think about it
1: was in like it was in like the two seventies I
0: think. Well, well, let's. So, yeah uh two, close 269 he bet you know Roger Maris bad 269 that year you know Aaron judge is probably what 318 319 now after that double
1: 318
0: yep he's he's in the he's in the 300 to cleared I mean I, I think he could pretty much go oh he could get close to going over for, for the rest of the season and still be over 300 I mean you know judge has had such an incredible year. And to have the batting average up there too With all those home runs You know Here's here's a guy who came to the years a, a career 260 hitter You know uh, oh, I'm sorry That's uh, that's Maris's I have to get judges up uh, Judge is a career 284 hitter Which is good But you know he batted 284 Which is a respectable batting average The year he hit 52 You know that's a respectable number Um Yo know, hit two eighty seven last year. So this is the first time he's hit over three hundred. And that's gonna be an RBI single for Torres. Five one Yankees. But I, I don't know. It it, it this I think you I think you're gonna end up being right. I think this is going to be arguably the greatest offensive season of all time. I, I just I mean, how could it not be? I mean, he's got he He's got one hundred and twenty-eight RBIs. Clears pretty much everybody. Yep. Uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, and uh, I don't know what his lead is in the American League in terms of the RBIs. I know Pete Alonso leads the National League with one hundred twenty-one, but he's so he's seven clear of the major league lead. So uh,
1: I have it right here. Jose Ramirez has um, has one hundred fifteen. So he's thirteen ahead of him. But ridiculous. After Jose Ramirez,
0: is there anybody over hundred?
1: Kyle Tucker has 100,
0: so <laughs> a hundred. So that's so. So three guys Amazing. have a hundred RBIs in the in the American League. Yes. And then who's second in home runs? Trout. Uh, let
1: me see. I was going to give my favorite stat is that he's twenty home runs ahead of Kyle Schwarber.
0: Yes, many is ahead of Trout.
1: Uh, Jordan Alvarez is now second at
0: 37. Uh, what's Trout? 36. 36. So he's cleared by 23 home runs in the in the American League. He's cleared by 20 in all of baseball. You
1: you, you might never see this again.
0: No, nah, I, I don't know if I've ever seen this wide of a margin. Yeah, you know, I mean he's almost pulling off, he's almost pulling off Babe Ruth shit, in terms of you know being so far Babe ahead of everybody. I mean. It's, it's it's crazy. I mean, you know, not quiet. I mean, I think I think the year Babe had sixty. I think the next dude Had like eighteen. So,
1: well, <laughs> there was one year I think that was twenty seven where he had more home runs in any other team. <laughs> oh, the entire league. He his sixty was more than any other team's total.
0: Yeah. I mean that's I mean that's just that's just utterly crazy. Um, there's a double in the gap. Is that gonna score Torres? Yes yeah, so it yeah. will. Two out double for Josh Donaldson. Safe to say this has not been a great night for Contreras. and they're just no. like, I guess they're just leaving him out there.
1: Yeah, just Why yeah, not?
0: Just... <laughs> We're the pirates. Why not? Um uh,
1: well, as you say that, I think he's coming
0: out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they they're pulling them. So so Babe Ruth hit three fifty six that year.
1: But let's let's not forget, what who, what was the, what kind of athletes was Babe Ruth facing, what kind of what kind of pitches was he facing, was was he really facing like breaking balls, you know, was he facing, guys, you know, coming out of the pen
0: throwing 98, on the black, like what do you what do you what do what are you pulling a JJ Redick saying Bob Cousy played against plum, plumbers and firemen. <laughs> Essentially, I mean like but it's not but it's not it's not it's not wrong though. That's that's the thing. I mean, he was so much better than everybody else. He was. Um it's it is it is utterly impressive and I mean, at least when you're talking about Roger Maris in 1961, I mean, you had that famous home run chase with Mickey Mantle. Where I think if I'm not mistaken, Mickey ended up with I think 54 home runs that year. Yeah. Um, you know, so so Mickey was you know right there in the home run race, and you know Maris, Maris didn't even have that big of a gap because because Mickey Mantle was keeping up with him in the home run race for for most of the year. So, and he finished with 141 RBIs. I could argue Judge is going to go past that. I I really could. You know, right now sitting at 128. With uh, with another uh, you know, what did we say? This is game one one forty eight for the Yankees. So another, there's another fourteen games left for the Yanks. Um, uh, I could argue he go back, he go past, he goes past one forty one. Um, I mean, some of the black type from that year, he scored a hundred and thirty two runs. Like Judge, I mean, what did Judge Judge just scored for the second time tonight? How many runs did he come in this to this game with?
1: He's one hundred twenty three right now.
0: And that's included. Oh no, that's not including tonight's game though. So he's at 125.
1: Oh, you're right.
0: If you're looking at Baseball Reference, it doesn't update live. I was looking at ESPN. Oh, okay. It might not. That might not update live either. But yeah, according to Baseball Reference, he entered today at 123 runs scored. So give him 125. He's gonna go. He's gonna go past Maris on that. So, I mean, yep. this uh, – I mean, I, I think this is going to hands down go go into the books of the best season in Yankees history. I, I've, I think you bring up the argument of the, the players Babe Ruth played against and to this being a higher batting average than Roger Maris, the fact that he's going to end up with more home runs. I mean, this is this has got to be the greatest Yankee season, greatest season in Yankee history. And for I,
1: if, I, 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 you could, it's tough to, because you're going up against some of the best players of all time, like Ruth and Gehrig, and DiMaggio and Mantle. Right, but
0: we're, we're talking about a single season though. We're not talking about his career.
1: Right, right. And for for me, what would push it to, if not the very top? You know, top three for sure uh, is the fact that what would this team be without him? Like, Ruth had Garrick, you know, DiMaggio had Garrick and then um, had other good, great players around him. Mantle had great players around him. It, Judge, you know, this he has 100% carried this team since. Mid July since after, since they came back from the All Star break.
0: Oh, 100%. I hundred.
1: Mean, percent he's he's so far and away the best player on the team, and he he gives them. You know, ever Rizzo was saying it, and Stan was saying it last night after the game. He gave that home run, gave them a spark. Oh, if he doesn't hit that home run, they're not winning that game. Oh, 100%, I hundred
0: percent. I hundred percent agree with that. I hundred percent agree with yeah. that, and that's why. And that's why I can't stand these people on Twitter who keep trying to argue about the MVP. And, and listen, I I get it. Otani's is this otherworldly athlete who's got incredible numbers because he's a top five pitcher and a top five hitter all in one. I mean, it's like you fucking created the video game. Uh, and
1: yeah, well, there should be two separate awards then.
0: Yeah, you're not you're not wrong about that. But this this is. This is Aaron Judge's MVP, and I hate to say it, I, I don't think it'll be unanimous. I, I think it should. No, I, I think it should be, but um, you, can't, you can't tell me Otani's not going to get a vote here or there. And it, it it sucks because a, a year like this should be rewarded with a unanimous MVP, but there's too many Otani fanboys out there.
1: Well, but, doesn't doesn't each, like, city or, like, region have their, like, their writers' vote?
0: I believe so, yeah. Because,
1: you know, you know, the Angels' writers are... I mean,
0: come on. <laughs> well, I mean, it's also been such a long... I think it's also been such a long time since the Yankee won an MVP, too. So, I think that's
1: yeah. it. Yeah, A-Rod 07.
0: So it's been 15 years since the Yankee won an MVP. You know, sometimes it feels like there's a New York bias that
1: they're a hundred percent
0: yes so I mean I mean if it, I mean baseball should fold if it's not Aaron judge honestly yes I mean I mean what what he have to I mean you, so you're basically telling him what would he have to do to win MVP if, if he can't get MVP this year hey it's just silly
1: he's gonna win it
0: though oh I know uh, I'm not I'm not <laughs> Concerned about that, he's he's gonna win MVP, but uh, it's just it leaves you speechless with how good he's been. It's just unbelievable, and just like, and just like the just like the others who've had this kind of season, you you knew you knew it from the very beginning that this was always a possibility. Like the start he got off to, and next thing you know, it, he's got like twenty by early, by early June. It's like. Holy crap! This might happen, and he's and he's not slow and he's not slowed down at all.
1: No, he's 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 picked it up in in like you know over the last month. He's he's got even better.
0: Yeah, he has, and he's completely amazing. He's completely he's completely carried this team, um, because the late July and all in August was just an absolute shit show, if you will for the Yankees. I mean, they, they were bad. They they were bad. You know, we're not going sh- to, that, that you can't sugarcoat, but, uh, I mean, it, it's just, it, it, I, I just don't have enough words for it. But, speaking of, speaking of things that leave you speechless, because we'll, we'll get back to the Aaron Judge talk in, in a little bit. Um, they're in the, they're going to the top of the sixth now. O'Neill Cruz up. should, you know, at this rate we'll probably get two more Aaron Judge at bats. Um but you know, we'll we'll chat on we'll chat on for a little while longer and we'll cover the last couple of bats. Um How about the LA Dodgers? Like holy god. I know they ended up losing the second game of the doubleheader last night, but it's like this team is just a machine. They're they're yeah. they're one oh three and forty-five. They're I think Five six games ahead of the Astros for best record of the entire majors. I mean, it's incredible what they've done, and and they have a couple of guys who are, you know, who might be, you know, you talk about the MVP race. The National League's a little bit more more wide open, um, and you know, I don't I don't know if any of them will win it, but I mean, you could have any, you could take your pick between Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman. The years they're having. I mean, it's pretty incredible. Sure. I know you could argue Paul Goldschmidt's probably the front-runner, but Paul Goldschmidt in September has has kind of slowed down a little bit. I mean, it'll be interesting to see um, where the National League goes, but, I mean, my God, it seems like the Dodgers just don't miss a beat. You know, they've been missing Walker Bueller pretty much all year. Um, Clayton Kershaw's had a couple of stints on the I.L. Mm-hmm. And Tony Gonsolin's currently hurt. And And yet they just They just don't lose I don't quite understand How they continue to do it But they find ways
1: It's the three guys you mentioned That have been healthy all year Mookie, Reddy, and Trey
0: Yeah, it really has been But but not only that I mean, they got the best pitching stats in baseball Now, yes a tri- That's attributed that a lot to Tony Gonsolin Who's right now hurt, and he's been there for most of the year, but I mean, Julio Arias has had a tremendous year. Uh, Tyler Anderson has been a godsend for this team. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't understand how the Dodgers could just turn guys around. <laughs> Going to the Dodgers is like MLB rehab. It's. Look at just... Joey Gallo. Uh, he's not. He doesn't have great numbers, but he hasn't been.
1: He's been better than the Yankees.
0: Oh, uh, he hasn't. He hasn't been terrible. That that's for sure. He hasn't been terrible. I mean, the Dodgers have a team ERA of two point seven nine. I mean, it's really just unbelievable what they've done, and the guys that they've the, the guys they've they've depended on, you know, and they just continuously win night in and night out, and. You know, who knows how many wins this team ends up with. They're three wins shy of tying their franchise record. Which, oh, by the way, was tied last year, which was originally set in 2019. So, if you look at the last... You look at the, the recent me, the recent memory of, of full seasons. That's a triple. Uh, you look at the Dodge's recent history of full seasons. Last year, 106 and 56. Oh, by the way, that wasn't good enough for the division because the the Giants ended up winning 107, as we talked about before. Even in the shortened season, they were 43 and 17, which is stupid. 2019, 106 and 56. Oh, they had a bad year in 2018. They won 92 games and got to the World Series. They made the World Series. They got to the World Series. 2017, they won 104 games. So since 2017, this is their fourth 100 win season.
1: And it would have it would have been five 2020 had been a regular season.
0: Oh, they they were they were 105, wins easy. I mean, they were they they wanted a 717 clip. Their their winning percentage was 717 that year. I mean, even if they're even if they're like 680, 690, 690 this team's winning 100 games. <laughs> Just, uh, just out, absolutely unbelievable how they. I, I know it's, I know it's a lot about their payroll and how much they're spending, but it, you gotta, you gotta give so much credit to the coaching staff, the scouts, the front office. I mean, the Dodgers, the, the Dodgers evaluate talent like no other. They really do.
1: Yes.
0: Um, it's just like they can trade guys, and there's more in the pipeline. It's like they can trade. Josiah Gray and Kybert Ruiz and not sweat about it at night.
1: <laughs> not at all. Uh,
0: you know, and, and, and the, you know, Josiah Gray looks like a kid with promise. Kybert Ruiz has had an okay year for the Nationals. Oh, and that turned into Max Scherzer for a half season and a year and a half of Trey Turner. So, it's unbelievable. This year they didn't do that. They didn't really, they stayed pat, really. You know,
1: yeah, they didn't go after like Luis Castillo, which I thought they would.
0: I thought they would, give given their injuries with the pitching and knowing the situation about Walker Bueller, because he, you know, he's obviously going to be out to twenty twenty four with the Tommy John surgery. I thought they would, but I just feel like, I mean, maybe maybe they maybe they felt like the roster's good enough, which it clearly is. Um, I mean, Joey Gallo was really their only addition
1: it's it's crazy but it hasn't made a difference
0: although uh, they actually got uh, that's gonna be a run scoring single for Hayes five to two um, six to two actually uh, but actually they got Chris Martin from the uh, Cubs I believe it was so they made so they made a, but they made small moves and just it it worked. I mean, they're they The one thing I'll say is I don't I don't trust their late game. I don't I don't trust their late game situation because I, I still worry about Craig Kimbrell. I do. Mm-hmm. I think he's not he's not had a great year, but I don't know. It, I I find it hard for them to beat I mean I mean who do you th- which team out there do you think could even beat them um I
1: would I would give the nod to the Mets because of their top two in their rotation I mean it's it sounds obvious to say but when it's when it's obvious it's true when DeGrom and Scherzer are are on and healthy you know you you can win those first two games in you know at least get the split um, in LA, and then you come back home, and you know you'd have home field advantage. You'd have still you'd have stolen home field advantage right from the Dodgers.
0: Yeah, uh, especially that's
1: the only scenario where they don't win the World Series.
0: Yeah, and that's a and that and that's a, and that's a situation where because of baseball baseball is the only sport where you get that two three two dynamic, um, and yeah, if you come home one, you come home one to one. You certainly, I mean, and obviously, if it's the NLCS, obviously things can change because you know who knows how many games the division series go. You know, and right now the Mets are the Mets are right now no guarantee to win the division because of how tight things are with the Braves. You know, right? And but but yeah, I mean, you you telling me. I have Degrom and Scherzer lineup as my one-two. You know, I, I'll take that over. I'll take that over anybody in baseball. I mean, I, I don't think I can name a team making the playoffs with a one-two that good. I mean, you want to? No, there's
1: there's no team in baseball with a one-two that good.
0: I mean, you want You want You want to maybe give me Justin Verlander and Framber Valdez, given the season Valdez no has had and and Justin no Verlander. Um, who's still an absolute beast?
1: You can't put Valdez in a conversation with those three guys. No way.
0: I'm just throwing out there as an argument, and he's got 25. <laughs> I'm throwing, I'm throwing out there, playing devil's advocate here because he's got 25 straight quality starts in a row. You know, obviously Justin Verlander is Justin Verlander, and still pitching at an incredibly high level. I got to imagine he's still the favorite for the Cy Young in the American League. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, the Dodgers' pitching just doesn't scare me. I mean, I know they've had, they've done well, and you know, guys like Tyler, Tyler Anderson, Tony Gonsolin have stepped up. But yeah, you know, they 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 shouldn't exactly scare you. You know, it's just but again, that but that's, speaks to the pitching, the pitching coaches. You know, Mark Pryor has done a tremendous job with his staff. I mean, I don't. I don't think Mark Pryor gets enough credit because because it's yeah. not. It's not because yes, the Dodgers have the highest payroll in baseball, but it's not like they're going out there with five thirty million dollars starters. You know. No. Their their most their most talented pitcher is on the shelf. Their 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 trusted veteran again. Like I said, Clayton Kershaw. I'd still give him the nod as as the ace of the staff because he's still still great. He still pitched great for this team. It's just his, his injuries have prevented him from pitching consistently, and he's had two IL stints. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, he's working with a journeyman, Tyler Anderson. He's working with a guy that they had a lot of hope in, in Tony Gonsolin, had this incredible breakout season. And then the one guy the one guy with a, with a young kid with a lot of talent Julio Arias Dustin and, May oh, yeah Dustin May too I mean Dustin May I a got a, but he's still he's still of an unknown at this point to be honest because he just missed almost two years you know so well I mean you, you could you could definitely say the talent's absolutely there but you know Dustin May's still a bit of an unknown at this point
1: yeah, but just based on his stuff, I I would I would trust him in a in a big game.
0: Oh, his his, his stuff his stuff is absolutely filthy. I mean, his ninety eight mile an hour fastball with run is absolutely unfair. I I don't know how anybody has hit that thing.
1: Yeah,
0: I just look at I just look at it and I'm like, huh, that that ball just moved.
1: Plus, he's he's tall, right? Yeah. That must be, must be crazy.
0: Yeah, and it's not. It's not fun. It's really not fun. Dustin May is. Dustin May six foot six. Wow, that
1: must yeah, that must be intimidating facing
0: them. It's all arms and legs right there, coming at you. I mean, it's just, it's 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 utterly unbelievable. I mean, they just they continue to roll year after year. I mean, just how they've built they basically built this empire and yeah they've only got one title to show for it but I mean it just but that also goes to show you how hard it is to win a World Series yes I mean you look at the the 90's Braves how great those teams were they only got one championship out of the deal and just like the Dodgers um, they've lost they lost twice so, yeah, both of the Yankees. Yep. Both of the Yankees. And, you know, the Dodgers lost to the Red Sox and they lost and they got cheated by the Astros.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, I was going to ask you, um, what do you think the Dodgers end up at? Because I can pull up their remaining schedule, kind of go through it quickly if you want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, I don't have it up, so you can read the schedule to me. I know they're at 103 and 45, and I believe Arizona's still on the schedule for tonight.
1: Yep. Yeah. one sec.
0: All right, so we're at Isaiah Connor falefa uh, There's two outs in the sixth, so Judge is a couple hitters away. Not sure that he gets up in the inning. Chase DeJong is pitching for the... Pittsburgh Pirates
1: okay so here's their remaining schedule Uh, you got two more against Arizona tonight and tomorrow night both at home then three at home against St. Louis three at San Diego starting next Tuesday and then you, you got something weird here with Colorado six right Six games in a row, six at home, six days in a row, all at home against the Rockies.
0: So that's the weird quirk of the fact that they were supposed to open the season. So everybody is finishing their season with the team they're supposed to open up against. Like for yeah. example, like Yankees. the Yan- like the Yankees have four in Texas to end the season. The yeah. Mets have three with the Nationals to end the season because that's who we were supposed to open up with. And because the dog, so the the MLB. Bookended the Dodgers' schedule with three at home against the Rockies and three to start the season and to end the season. So they have this weird quirk of six in a row against the L.A. Uh, against the Colorado Rockies. And God, I, I could see them going six. I could go. I could see them win all six games.
1: He thinks so. I mean, you tell me
0: the Rockies care at that point? No,
1: they're not going to care. But just. The the oddities
0: of baseball, they're probably going to lose one. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, All right, so they're at 103-45 and now. I'm going to say, so that's 148. So just like the Yankees, they have 14 to go. God, how did the Mets get there? The Mets Mets have 11 games left. All these teams with like 14, 13, 14 games to go. Mets have a Mets have a weird quirk because yeah. they have tomorrow off, Monday off, and next Thursday off. They have three off days over the next week.
1: I see.
0: Um. All right. So I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. S- I'm gonna say they. I'm gonna actually say they go twelve and two. Wow.
1: So you're gonna. They're gonna end up with 115 wins. Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, is it not possible with them? Of course it's possible. <laughs> they're eight. And, they're eight and two in their last ten. So if I drop, um, so if I dropped another eight and two on top of that, they're they're at 111 and 47.
1: I'm just looking at the pitching. Who the the guys are gonna to have to face in terms of pitchers. Um, Does it matter?
0: <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Not with the stadium.
1: Yes, mostly now, but just curio- <laughs> out of curiosity. The best guy that they are scheduled to face, nobody for St. Louis scares you. They, they might lose one to St. Louis. Maybe. Um, let's see.
0: San Diego, they're going to be facing Lake Snell, Joe Musgrove, you Darvish. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They dominate no. the pa- They always own the Padres. That's true. I love, I love, I love how the Padres tried so hard at the deadline with getting Soto and Bell. And
1: well, <laughs> over the last two and a half years, all they've tried to do is emulate the Dodgers. A-
0: and what does it get them? They're twenty-one games out right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: let's see. Um, one, two. I actually. I think just the, the the nature of baseball they might lose a game or two you don't expect. Yeah. I think they're going to end up at 113 and 49.
0: So so 10 and 4. Yep. Y- you know what's crazy is the Dodgers have the best record of baseball at 103 and 45, yet the Colorado Rockies who are in last place are not the furthest team out of first place.
1: Wow, who is
0: the A's. Is it A's? For, the A's are 43 and a half out. You got. So here are the last place teams. Boston, 17 games out in the AL East, which for a last place team is actually. That's not bad because they're 72 and 75. The Tigers are 24 out. The A's are 43 and a half out. Oh my the, God. The Nationals. Sick. The, oh, by the way, the Nationals gained a game on the Mets today by beating the Braves. They're 42 games out. <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirates are 31 and a half out and the Rockies are 39 out. But I wow. mean, the Giants are 32 games out in third place.
1: That, that should, that's something that has to be brought up. What the hell happened to the Giants?
0: You can't tell me the, you can't tell me the loss of Buster Posey mattered no. that much. 30,
1: 30 30 fewer wins? I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I mean what are they gonna end up with? They're seventy one, seventy seven. I mean what are they gonna oh, be? Like seventy seven,
1: seventy
0: eight. Yeah. It's gonna be thirty fewer wins than last year. I don't know. You know what? They had they had a lot of veteran guys who had career years and they just
1: Brandon Crawford.
0: Yeah, Brandon Crawford, Brandon Belt and Brandon Belt's been hurt this year. Um i just the pitching hasn't been as good even though they got carlos Rodon in the offseason and he's been good for them it just hasn't broken the way see i never thought there were a hundred win team last year and yet there they were they kept on winning they kept on winning they kept on winning i'm like wait when is this team when is this team gonna fall apart they didn't it was it was unbelievable it was absolutely unbelievable
1: we just see kind of run differential from year to year. I'm curious because right now they're one at plus one. You <laughs> see
0: what they were last year? Actually, uh, oh MLB.com will allow me to do this. Uh, yeah, final standings. They finished at
1: plus two ten.
0: They scored eight hundred and four runs. So all right. So if you look at the 2021, 2022 uh, standings, yeah. What? Uh, how many runs have they scored, and how many have they
1: allowed? Eight of, okay. This year, right now they're, right now, they're at six hundred forty-seven scored, six forty-six allowed.
0: So you're you're looking at them maybe getting to seven hundred on both ends. Yeah. When when they scored eight hundred and four runs last year they allowed 5 they, list, they allowed 594 they've already allowed m- more runs than last year
1: yeah so in both in both areas they've been bad
0: yeah the offense went down and the pitching went down so
1: mm.
0: i mean look at the mets the mets were 636 uh scored 668 allowed last year
1: Now they're seven oh nine and five sixty
0: two. I don't even think they. I don't even think they give up. I don't even think they give up enough runs where they surpass last year. No, they're not giving up a hundred. No, they're not giving up a hundred runs in eleven games. Aaron
1: Judge will be up in about four minutes. Yes. Oh uh, no, seventh inning stretch, longer.
0: <laughs> yes. And with the Yankees doing God bless America like they do every night, probably. It's probably a little bit longer than the usual seventh inning stretch around baseball games. The Mets only do the Mets only do that on Sundays. The God Bless America.
1: Otherwise, they do take me out to the
0: ball game. Oh, they still do take me out to the ball game, but they do it after. But it's like it's like an abbreviated version.
1: Oh, you mean the Yankees or the Mets? The
0: Mets. Oh okay. I don't know. Do the Yankees do take me out to the ball game after?
1: Or they? Uh... No. Nope. Not. not when I went recently. No. They did, they still do the YMCA with the um the grounds the groundskeepers.
0: When during the seventh inning?
1: Uh no. Usually between the like the middle of the fifth inning. Not bad. That's something they used to do at the old stadium that now they brought to the new stadium.
0: The Mets traditions they do they have uh they have uh, the Italian song Lazy Mary after the seventh inning stretch and piano man uh in the eighth right. inning. Yeah 'cause we have to be we have to be super New York. <laughs> For
1: Billy Joel, yeah. Yeah.
0: But let's, let's see. Let's look at some of the scores around baseball right now.
1: Yeah, just, uh, you know what? Just quickly, you know, while while we're here, uh, who do you have for your uh, award winners? Because we, we know at this point the season's basically over. All right. So not much is going to change, if anything.
0: All right, right. Well, I think you all know. I, I think we can move past AL MVP. <laughs> yeah,
1: let's move uh, on to the next one.
0: I'm going to go with Verlander. For the Cy Young okay yeah. what about you
1: um right now I'm gonna let me just look at the stats his, you know his ERA is really impressive it's yeah. at 1.78 yeah to kind of see some of his other numbers
0: 163
1: okay he's he, he missed five starts right um Strikeouts are good, not like fantastic. Really good whip, 17-3. and three. Dylan Cease, 213. Really good strikeout numbers. McClanahan, 236. Yeah, I got to get the notch to Verlander, despite the five missed starts. I don't think it's – I think you can make an argument for both Dylan Cease and Shane McClanahan, Yeah, but I'd go Verlander.
0: And what about AL Manager of the Year?
1: I am going to give it to Terry Francona, and a close second would be Brandon Hyde.
0: Yeah, I mean, keeping the Orioles in – in the playoff race, this long how much
1: is over five hundred.
0: I don't think they are now, but are they? Yeah, they're seventy six and seventy one. Oh, okay, so yeah, they're five games over, and by these I mean, yes no highlights, and, them to win, and, yeah, and by these yes highlights, they just hit a home run, so they're up five to one in the eighth.
1: I mean, I I would not have expected them to win more than sixty five games
0: going into the year. No, I
1: mean, what would you? Well, there'd be nothing to base it on.
0: No, they they had won nothing but fifty gate fifty something games the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I'd agree. I'd go with Francona. Um, Hyde's definitely in the mix as well. I think I think Scott Service too. You know, for, fin- for finally getting the Mariners to the postseason. So yeah, I, I think he's
1: definitely
0: definitely be in consideration. All right, how about the National League MVP? oh boy that's a tough one
1: it is I think the three Dodgers guys kind of cancel themselves out <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be honest um man for me it's it really is close between Goldschmidt and Alonzo um cause Nolan Arenado himself is having a hell of a year he um you know, not as good as Goldschmidt, but Arenado has is, is gonna get to thirty and hundred our home runs RBIs. He has a nine you know,
0: nine hundred OPS. Um So, so you're you saying what are you saying? You saying Arenado could cancel Goldschmidt out a little bit?
1: Potentially. I'm seeing where Alonso's at. Alonso's at two sixty five, yeah. That,
0: that's the only thing is at his batting average is significantly lower, but he's got thirty seven and one twenty one. Um and his ops is at 850. 851. So, um,
1: I go Goldschmidt one, Alonso two.
0: I think I'd have. To, I think I'd have to agree. I think I'd have to agree with that. All right, we'll pause our little. Here we go. Here we go. Aaron Judge is stepping up for the fourth time today. Uh, two for three. A couple of first pitch doubles, and in the, in the second at bat, he struck out. So it's our fourth and. With the game being six to two, I could say this is probably his last at bat of the day. We'll see. Yeah, because
1: he's not going to bat in the ninth. You wouldn't think. So this this might you'd, be it. You'd hope not. <laughs> yeah. He'd Unle- hope-
0: un- unless unless he puts Clay Holmes in the game.
1: Oh man, <laughs> I don't know what's happened to the guy. I mean, he was he was money the first half.
0: Well, he saw Pittsburgh colors last night and reverted him in the first pitch swinging tonight i hope he's not i hope he's not pressing i hope not he he might be pressing at this point i mean i mean although the first, the, the the two doubles were great swings that one's was just a, a little roller to first base so he grounds out to the first baseman and that puts him at two for four again unlikely with two outs in the seventh he gets another chance tonight but you hope he's not yeah, you just hope he's not pressing. Um uh, so yeah, so I'll give it to Goldschmidt, by the way. I'll give it to Goldschmidt. Um uh, yeah. about uh, National League Cy Young Award.
1: Mm. Let's see. This also um you can make an argument for a couple guys. For sure. Uh let's see. Um... Uh, Urias Alcantra Striko's Um I'm gonna just give it to Al Sandy Alcantara over Julio Urias. Uh, primarily because of innings pitched. There's such a big discrepancy. Yeah. Sandy Alcantara has thrown fifty four more innings than Urias. And and their ERAs are about even. So that just for me pushes
0: Sandy over the top. Yeah, I mean, you look at you look at the the stat. I mean, Alcant- Alcantara has five complete games and one shutout this year. He's, yeah, he's like
1: an old school pitcher in an era where that doesn't exist anymore.
0: And his you know their whips are about even. You know, Arias is at point ninety five. Uh, Alcantara is at one point zero one, and you know the thing with your the thing with Arias is. Is exactly what you said. I mean, he just doesn't go deep into games. Although the one, you know, the one thing he, his batting average against is one ninety seven. I'm, I'm gonna get. I'll give. I'll give Alcantara a slight edge, but I don't think it's much. Uh, you know, he's given up six fewer home runs than Urias. Um, mm-hmm. but the two hundred twelve innings. I mean, it's just incredible. It's only two. It's only a difference of two starts. You know, Urias has made twenty eight right. starts and. Alcantara's made 30, but again, the five complete games, I mean, it's just a rarity. The only other person in the National League with more than one complete game is Aaron Nola. I mean, that's that's just where we're at. I mean, you look at the number of... You look at these... There are 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Only 12 pitchers in the National League. Have thrown a complete game this year. So the guys with one are Walker Bueller, Patrick Corbin, Paolo Espino, Hunter Green, Chad Cool, Miles Michaelis, Jordan Montgomery, Carlos Rodon, Noah Syndergaard, Adam Wainwright. But so and, and some of those are skewed to be honest, because Noah Syndergaard got a rain short and complete game. Uh Paolo Espino had a rain short and complete game. Paolo Paulo Espino's zero and seven? <laughs> so, <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Corbin did throw a legit complete game. So did Bueller, um, and so did some of the other guys. But I mean, some of them were range shortened. But to me, to have five complete games, and if you look at the if you look at the American League, uh, Framber Valdez has three complete games this year. Uh, otherwise, it's Michael Waka, Patrick Sandoval, um, Nick Pavetta. Martín Pérez, Nativaldi, Reed Detmers who threw the no-hitter, uh, Johnny Cueto, Dylan Stees, and Shane Bieber. That's it. There's not many. There's not many guys in the complete game. It's just such a lost art in these days. But you know, but you know what Sandy Alcantara does. And it's not so much Don Mattingly pushing him further than other guys. He's Sandy Alcantara has done what I've always wanted pitchers to do in this era of. Pitch count. Pitch to contact. Groundouts are okay. Flyouts are okay. These one pitch at bats that end in outs are fine. You don't have to worry about striking the world out. You know, too many times, and you know, too many times you see these pitchers go up 0-2 on a guy and they nibble away, and next thing you Garrett know, it's three Cole.
1: two. Garrett Cole does it all the time,
0: and and that ru- and that ruins the pitch count, and, and that and that. Ru- you know that ruins the pitch count. You know, when when managers and front offices are so cognizant about how many pitch how many pitches a guy throws, you got to If you want to go deep into games, you got to have a low pitch count. It's just how it's got to be, and you're going to have to get some quick outs. So, I mean, it, it's it's pretty remarkable what Alcantara has done. All right, so now that we went on a, a rant yes. about complete games and new school baseball, we left out nationally. I was going
1: to quickly just say about Cole. Go ahead. Just further to your point. It's because I watch, you know, he's one of the few guys on the Yankee staff that I really try and watch every one of his starts. Yeah. Um, he just – you see not just the O2 thing where he's, you know, he just nibbles. It's just he, he really does try and, and strike guys out. Like he'll – he'll throw you know, he'll have a big lead it'll be like it'll be like five to one and instead of just you know trying to get you know some outs and you know just pitch to contact he's throwing sliders and then change ups just he's trying to get strikeouts and it's like it he has to be you know it's you know one out in the sixth inning and he's at 100 pitches yeah. I've seen it too many times this year
0: I, so. mean, it, I mean it does work though he, has, he leads the league in strikeouts he's got 236 yeah, but, um, but he also
1: the ERA is a little too
0: high. Yeah, your ace can't be your ace can't be at three forty one. It just can't. It's, I mean, you got, I mean, you got you got got you got guys like Chris Bassett, Taiwan Walker with a similar ERA, and they're and they're those are you know middle of the rotation starters, but. So, last one we didn't mention was National League Manager of the Year. Uh,
1: Got to give it to Showalter.
0: I mean, I you're talking to a Mets fan here, so you're not getting yep. you're not going to get any argument out of me. Um, yeah, I mean, even with the even with the you know the, the new Steve Cohen payroll, um, I mean, how could you not? I mean. The impact he's made on the club immediately, and it's just, and one of the things that I've just marvelled at what he's done all year. You know, you know, another guy, another, the only guy I can make a argument for is is Ollie Marble with the with the Cardinals. Right. Because you know, Dave Roberts is too much talent. Um, you could you could argue they've given Bob Melvin. Too much talent, and they've underachieved. To be honest, I think they should be better. Than yeah. 80, I think they should be better than eighty-two and sixty-six. You want to tell? You want to tell me Snitker? Okay, I could, I could, I could listen to you on that. Um, but you know, one of the things, and and one of the differences between the, the Mets and the Yankees this year is the Mets have never gone to a tailspin this year. You know, it's always been consistently good and, you know and they've not lost more than three games in a row, um, them and the Braves, are the only two teams in baseball to have not lost more than three in a row. And even after it, and what proves me, and even though we played the Pirates last weekend, what proves the point home with showalter is we get swept by the Cubs, we look lifeless. The offense doesn't hit, and we, we, we lose three in a row to the Chicago Cubs. This team bounces back, gets up right off the mat, sweep four with the Pirates, take the first two before losing today to the Brewers. You know, and all of a sudden, the Mets have won six of their last seven. And yeah, anytime the Mets have faced adversity, they have bounced right back up. It's like you can't knock this team off the mat because they're going to punch back and you know and that's fully what I what I expected of them and you know they could have crumbled this year to the pressure of the Braves charging all year long and what was the first and do and you think about that that Friday night uh, I'm trying to remember I'm trying to remember who we played that weekend but it was it was a Friday night the Mets lose Oh, it was the first night of the Marlins series. the The Mets lose. The Braves win. For the first time all season, the Braves are in first place. It was the first time since April eleventh that the Mets were not in first place. What did the what did what what did the Mets do? Cause this this because this was the weekend the Yank, the Braves were out in Seattle. The Braves end up losing the next two games to the Mariners. And the Mets get up off the mat and beat the living snot out of the Marlins. They regain the lead in the division. And since then, it's basically held. I mean, this entire week, they've mirrored each other. You know, if the Mets win, the Braves win. Today, the Braves lose, the Mets end up losing. I mean, but the stability of the Mets never crumbling under pressure... I think that's what truly speaks to show, Walter.
1: Yeah, I, I would have to agree with that. That's um, that's not something you can, you know, say about every manager, that's for sure.
0: No, I I, I certainly agree. Well, this was a, a very fun... Uh, we were hoping for some history. We didn't quite get it tonight. Um, but, you know, we're going to have to... See you know, we're going to have to wait and see. And tomorrow night, the Yankees start a four-game series with the Boston Red Sox at the stadium. Uh, check your local listing because that's going to, that game is going to be on Fox tomorrow. And it's and it's interesting because Yes only has one game this weekend. Saturday. Yeah. It's going to be the Saturday game. And I'm surprised that's not even a Fox game. But, you know, Thursday night's on Fox. Friday night's going to be on Apple TV+. I I think if I'm not mistaken one of the announcers is Melanie Newman and the other play-by-play announcer is Steven Nelson. And I know that they have a doubleheader where the Dodgers and Cardinals are going to be the late game on Apple TV. And obviously, you know, we're going to tune in for we could tune in for that because Albert Pujols uh, is on his quest for 700 career home runs. Um, then yep, they're going not... to be a big, big baseball night, potentially. It could be. could be a historic baseball night um, uh, for sure. But the Yankees start a four-game series tomorrow with the Boston Red Sox. Um, and then I think they go on the road after that.
1: Yeah, this is it. This weekend is it. Then they go at Toronto. And, um, well, they might have – I think they have Baltimore at home after that. And then they go – at um, Texas to finish
0: okay
1: here I have it right here
0: okay so Um, so they play Boston for four and what's after Boston
1: okay so next Monday the 26th they start a three game series in Toronto okay then they have off Thursday the 29th yes they come home for three final week final home series of the year against the Orioles three games
0: before the four with Texas in in Arlington
1: yeah so, Monday, Monday, October 3rd, which is when the playoffs should be starting. Instead, um, will be four-game series at Texas.
0: Okay, so that is the Yankees' remaining schedule after tonight. Um, so, I mean, this is this weekend's it, really. If Judge is going to... Holy God! That's a, that's a bad... Day. That was not a strike. Oh, dude's got a beef. Oh, that was that was low. Holy crap! (laughs) Aaron Boone in the background,
1: like, oh, (laughs) I know that feeling.
0: Yeah, but all right. So that's gonna that's gonna do for this edition of Baseball Banter. Um, unfortunately, we did not get uh sixty two tonight. So, John, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, we're obviously gonna monitor judges judges status. Um. And we'll we'll see we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, thanks for having me
1: on. Uh, we'll see what happens these next couple nights. All
0: right, all right. You can hear you can catch baseball banter again soon. Have a good night, guys. All right, and well, we said goodbye for the night because we thought Aaron Judge wasn't going to get another at bat. Yet John and I are back because the Yankees have poured it on here. It is now ten to two. They scored uh, four in the inning, and. Aaron Judge is all of a sudden on deck. Jose Trevino is batting with a man on second and one out. And that ball is going to be fair down the left field line. Here comes Harrison Bader to score. And it's a double for Jose Trevino. And hold everything. Aaron Judge is coming up for a fifth time. In an 11-2 ball game. Aaron Judge now steps to the plate. And the fans who have stayed as they should have, although I mean you couldn't you couldn't tell me with Glaber Torres leading off you thought that Aaron judge would be getting up in the inning. but yeah, hell no. but still, hey, if you want to beat traffic, you could leave after the inning. but here's, yep. here's Aaron judge for the fifth time today, two for four on the af- on the evening and still in search of home run number 61. Remember it was in the ninth inning last night that got the party started when they were down eight to four, in which Judge hit his sixtieth home run of the season. And now facing Stout. Takes the ball outside. So we have done we've made it. Judge is the seventh man to uh, sorry, the eighth man to bat in the inning. There we go. one One two oh This this is qu- this is quite unbelievable that we have returned to another judge at bat. Everybody's got their phones out. Like they sh- like they should. Is he gonna see a strike here? I don't think they're trying to walk him. This guy's just wild. I mean this guy's been horrendous anyway. He's been getting lit up. Well actually they change. no, actually they changed pictures. What am I talking about? Yeah. Not, not not But he's he's but this guy's pouring kerosene on the fire. The guy's not making it any better. And oh
1: come on!
0: And unfortunately, we get a four pitch walk, and that'll do it. Uh, yep, that's gonna do it. So this is the extended version. John, I thank you again for sticking around, and we will have to wait until tomorrow night. Have a good night.